Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Healthy Gut Podcast with Rebecca Coombs, the place where you can learn how to achieve a happy, healthy gut. Here's what's coming up on today's show. Hello and welcome to episode 74 of the Healthy Gut Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Coombs, and it's just me today talking to you. That's because I'm coming to you to chat about the elemental diet, and it is something that I myself am doing. So I really look forward to uh, telling you more about the elemental diet on today's show. But before we get started, I'm super excited to let you know that my month-long SIBO meal plans are now available. I have been working on these for a long time. I originally thought they'd be out in January, so a big thank you to everybody that has been patiently waiting for them. So the monthly meal plans are based on the restricted phase of the SIBO biphasic diet, which means that they are suitable for pretty much everybody that is doing a SIBO diet. Those of you who are eating animal protein, um, they're not vegetarian, I will preface that, uh, but it gives you four weeks of SIBO recipes. I've worked out your meals every day for those four weeks. You have weekly shopping lists, so you know exactly what you need to purchase. And I also include my handy hints and tips on cooking for SIBO, meal planning, food prepping, and so much more. They're only $29.95 Australian dollars, so it's an absolute bargain for an entire month's worth of meals, and that includes over 50 SIBO-friendly recipes. To learn more, head to my website, thehealthygut.com, and you can grab a copy today. And also, for those of you that are my non-Australian listeners, and there are many of you, their meal plans are written in using not only Australian names for the ingredients, but also US and UK ingredient names, temperatures, cooking instructions, and all the rest. So you don't have to worry about trying to convert the recipes from Australian into the style that you're used to. I've done that work for you. So you can find out more at thehealthygut.com. So let's move into today's show. What is the elemental diet? Why am I doing the elemental diet? And what results am I hoping to achieve? So we'll start off by talking about what it actually is. So the elemental diet is a pre-digested powdered or liquid formula and it acts as a meal replacement for GI patients. And that formula is uh, designed to provide the nutritional support that we need to survive but it gives our digestive system a break from having to process food. It's easily absorbed in the upper section of the small intestine and this is great when we have SIBO so for many of us our SIBO was further down in the small intestine so our body is fed but the bacteria is starved. So it's used quite commonly for people with SIBO, but it's also used for other conditions like inflammatory bowel diseases, celiac disease, short bowel syndrome, and it can also be used, used for conditions like cystic fibrosis, HIV, and many others. The elemental diet is seen as one of the three main treatment options for SIBO currently. 
will be interesting to see what we come up with in the future as our SIBO treatment options. So it is used as an alternative to a round of antibiotics or a round of herbs. And it's noted that the elemental diet can actually be really useful for those patients that are really sensitive or resistant to antibiotics or herbs. So I think it's really great to know that there is another option out there if you're having a really strong reaction to herbs or antibiotics. When they've studied the effectiveness of SIBO, they see about an 80 to 85% success rate at clearing SIBO when they retest for SIBO at the end of the elemental diet and about 80 to 85% of people come back with a negative breath test. So that is actually a really exciting thing and it's one of the reasons why people consider doing it. It can be quite easily purchased. You can get it via practitioner. Some of them you can get over the counter. And obviously it is quite quick in its effectiveness. So the elemental diet is generally used for 14 to 21 days, so two to three weeks. And the recommendation by Dr. Alison Seebecker is that you undertake the elemental diet for 14 days. You then retest on day 15 to see if there are any um, SIBO methane hydrogen gases present. If there are, you then continue for a third week and then retest after that. Most people will come off it after three weeks. Some people I have known have gone for longer, but it's generally a two to three week Um, treatment plan and it can be incredibly effective. Dr. Seebecker says that she has seen it reduce up to 150 parts per million in a two-week period. So that is an enormous reduction in a SIBO um, breath test because on average they say that you'll generally get about 20 to 40 parts per million reduction per round of treatment. So with antibiotics, that would be a two-week course. With herbs, that's a four-week course. So you can see why many people would consider doing the elemental diet to really drop their numbers down quite rapidly. So the elemental diet comprises of a range of nutrients. So we've got our key macronutrients, our fats, and these should be in medium chain triglycerides, our carbohydrates, so we want them as monosaccharides, and our proteins, and we want these as amino acids. And we want them in these chains so that the body can break them down as easily as possible. These are in their most basic structures. And when we have proteins that are perhaps a little bit more complex, it takes the body more work to break it down and therefore isn't a true elemental diet. There are other ingredients in an elemental diet and that is in the realm of our micronutrients. So our vitamins and minerals and electrolytes, for instance. Something that an elemental diet shouldn't contain are non-digestible fibers or ingredients. And again, we want to give our gut a break. We don't want to put anything that is fermentable in our gut. Because if you go to all the effort of doing an elemental diet, you don't want to inadvertently not be doing the treatment correctly. We also don't want to see whole proteins, gums, thickeners, sugar alcohols or food items in an elemental diet. You can use the elemental diet on its own. So for instance, that's what I'm doing, where you replace all of your food with the elemental diet for that 14 or 21 day period. At the time you're doing the elemental diet, it is recommended that you don't use antibiotics or herbal antibiotics because it's believed that when we go into this more starvation mode, in terms of starvation for the bacteria, the bacteria go into hiding. They're not as readily available to kill through antibiotics and herbs. And therefore it's seen that it is not necessary to attack them with antibiotics or herbs and rather to wait for that round of treatment once you've completed the elemental diet. It's also recommended that you stop using all non-essential medications. So that's medications that you would be using as more nice to do rather than mandatory. 
And for me, that meant that I needed to stop my sleep aid. I have the Cortisol Manager by Integrative Therapeutics that helps me go to sleep every night. And I have also been using the Motility Activator also by Integrative Therapeutics. And I've been using that to support the motility in my gut and to help me have a bowel motion every single day. Now, the elemental diet can result in fungal overgrowth because when you drop down bacteria, it can support the overgrowth of fungal issues because the bacteria isn't holding the fungus at bay. So some people do need to take an antifungal medication with their elemental diet. So like I said at the start of the podcast, I am currently doing the elemental diet. Uh, It's a decision that hasn't come lightly and it's a decision that's taken me some time to reach. When I was first diagnosed with SIBO, I was never going to do the elemental diet in my mind. I thought that it was just the worst sounding thing that I'd ever heard of. Not eating food at all for two to three weeks is this little foodie's absolute nightmare. When I was in the States earlier this year, I had flown over, I'd recently had some new blood tests taken and they showed that my inflammation was incredibly high. I have hemochromatosis, which is a genetic disorder that means that my body believes that I'm not getting enough iron into my system. So it starts absorbing too much iron. And so my iron levels were really high. Both my saturation and my ferritin levels were really high. Now, these these can also be uh, raised when you have a lot of inflammation. And we know that SIBO causes inflammation. And I knew that I had inflammation in my body because of the inflammation markers on the blood test. My SIBO had also flared up. I have relapsing chronic SIBO. I now know this. I didn't know this earlier in my SIBO journey, but because I'm full of adhesions, I now have, um, unfortunately, chronic and relapsing SIBO. So for me, it's about managing the SIBO rather than getting rid of it at this point in time. Uh, And I will hopefully one day get rid of it once I have addressed all of the adhesions and scar tissue that are in my gut and that are constricting my gut and keeping it in a position that doesn't support optimal health. When I was in the States, I spoke to many of the doctors that I know in the SIBO world and we discussed how the elemental diet can be really great at reducing inflammation that it can really provide this very short term but quite effective solution at really dropping numbers down very quickly, thus reducing inflammation very quickly and being a really great break for the gut. And as I have dived into research to learn more about it, I realized that for me right now, That is the number one thing that I need to do. I need to get my numbers down really quickly. I need to bring my inflammation down really quickly so that my hemochromatosis can calm down as well and I can feel better. One of the side effects of hemochromatosis is exhaustion and I've become more and more exhausted over the year to the point where I was just feeling like I couldn't even get out of bed. Now, this can be a side effect of SIBO as well, but having hemochromatosis and SIBO at the same time, it can really knock you about. Another reason why I've decided to do the elemental diet is I have put on quite a lot of weight over the last, I'd say, year, 18 months. My, I know my SIBO was officially diagnosed as having returned in January or February of 2018. So I've had it now for a while and I was trying to manage it naturally, but it just wasn't working for my system. But I believe that the SIBO had probably been around a little longer. So that really correlates with when my weight started to increase. And I've put on about 20 kilos, which is about 45 pounds. And that's a lot of weight for my frame. It's, you know, making me feel really, really uncomfortable I can't fit into any of my clothes. It's not healthy for me. It's put me into the overweight category, which I'm very concerned at. A lot of the weight is sitting around my organs, my middle, which I know is very dangerous for good health. And so for me, doing an elemental diet where I can give my gut a break, 
I can be very controlled with my calories, can also support me to have uh, a short-term reduction with my weight to get my weight back down into the upper end of the healthy weight range. And then I can continue working on bringing it down through other methods. So they're the reasons why I have uh, started the elemental diet. I think preparing for the elemental diet is incredibly important. I decided I was going to do the elemental diet in June and I came back from the States with an entire box full of elemental diet formula. And I'm using Integrative Therapeutics Elemental Diet Formula. I came back with both the regular and the dextrose-free um, formula. And the reason for that is because I just have suspected that there might be some fungal issues at play in my gut as well as this bacterial overgrowth. And having done uh, lots of research around this, I know that and speaking to other um, guests that about 25% of all SIBO patients also have CFO or small intestinal fungal overgrowth. So because I suspect that there's fungus going on, I didn't want to use the dextrose containing elemental diet a lot in case that led to a flare in fungal overgrowth. So I am predominantly using the dextrose-free formula, which that's fine. And I'll talk about what it tastes like and how you prepare it uh, shortly. But I came home to Australia in June and I knew that I was going to do this for about three weeks. I've planned to do this for 21 days. And I looked at my schedule and I was like, oh my gosh, I actually don't have a three-week window until September when I can actually do this diet uninterrupted without huge social events happening or vacations or times when I just want to be able to eat whatever I want to eat. So I really put a plan in place. And over those couple of months, I started to mentally prepare for how I was going to do the elemental diet I started to do some 24-hour fasts, so I got used to not eating. I also did some soups and some liquid-based meals more frequently so I could get used to not chewing. And that's something that's really important because you don't chew when you're doing the elemental diet. And in the final few days before the elemental diet started, I started to reduce the volume of food. So I just wasn't eating as much. If your stomach is used to eating these big meals and then you go from that to drinking a liquid, it can be really tough over the first couple of days as your stomach readjusts. It's also really important to tell your fam family and friends what you're doing. I told everybody, hey guys, I'm doing the elemental diet for three weeks. You won't see me. I'm going away. <laughs> I'm going and retreating into myself just to focus on my health. And I cleared my schedule with work. So I'm not doing major projects at this time. I'm doing what I can manage, but also factoring time to rest and relax. I've also written down my goals and intentions. And like I said to you, my three top goals are uh, reducing or hopefully clearing my SIBO, healing my gut, giving my gut a break from food, and also losing some weight. One of the outcomes of this will be a reduction of my inflammation, which will be really good for my body. And I also think it's important to visualize how it will feel when you're doing it. So before I started the elemental diet, I visualized not eating. I visualized drinking the shake. I visualized how I was going to get through the day, what strategies I'd have in place for when food cravings kicked in. And that has really helped me. So let's talk about what it's like on the elemental diet. I've just completed my first week on the elemental diet. And I'll be really honest with you guys, it has been a roller coaster. Now, if you'd like to see my daily video diaries of my experience on the Elemental Diet, head over to my YouTube channel, just search for The Healthy Gut, and I'm doing daily updates so you can see how I'm going along, how I'm tracking along. 
Days one and two were pretty good. I was really excited to be doing it finally. There'd been quite a long build-up for me psychologically. I was glad to finally be in the midst of it and not just thinking about it coming up. Day one I found quite challenging in the sense that suddenly I was just drinking the formula and I really wanted to eat something. I'd had quite a big weekend. I'd had a really busy weekend. I'd been at a hen's party or a bachelorette party, as some of you might know it. And I'd drunk alcohol, so I was feeling a bit hungry. I'd tried not to eat a lot on the Sunday, but I just, you know, I was a bit hungover still and I really wanted to eat. So that was a little bit challenging on day one, just, you know, the lack of chewing and the lack of physical food. On day two, I was really quite busy with my two businesses and I didn't have a lot of time to think about it, which was great because it was, uh, I didn't want to be thinking about it so much. What I was starting to notice by day three was that whilst the flavor of the integrative therapeutics elemental diet is really pleasant, for somebody that's been on a SIBO treatment program for a while, we have become quite used to not having very sweet things in our palate. And the elemental diet, I find really sweet. It's very sweet for me. So by day three, I was thinking, oh my gosh, this is really sweet. How am I going to get through every day drinking this really sweet formula? So one of my tactics has been to drink through a straw, put the straw at, right at the back of my mouth and kind of suck it up and not taste it, not wash it over my tongue too much. One of my concerns or nervousnesses around this, the elemental diet was would it result in uh, a fungal overgrowth? In particular, it often starts with oral thrush. And by day three and four, I was starting to notice quite a white coating on my tongue. And if you go and check out my video diaries on YouTube, you'll see me poking my tongue out and showing you what I was seeing. I spoke with my practitioner about this and we came up with a strategy. And that was to be on top of cleaning my mouth after every drink. So after every shake, I, well, not only am I drinking through a straw, but after every shake, I then rinse my mouth out with water and spit that water out, really rinse it well. I then go and do an oil pull. So I'm using coconut oil and I'm putting a heaped teaspoon of coconut oil into my mouth and I'm swishing that around for five to 10 minutes. And there's a compound in the coconut that really helps to be kind of antifungal and, and helps with uh, keeping the fungal overgrowth at bay. And then I'm brushing my teeth after every shake and I'm flossing. So I'm practicing really good oral hygiene while I go through this process. I've got loads more just like this coming up after this break. We're back in a moment. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Day four was a low point for me. I started to feel unwell. I had quite big emotional swings and I had been warned that that is quite common. We're so emotionally attached to our food that when we don't have food coming in and we, you know, we're not sitting down and sharing a meal, we're not creating a meal, that it can be really quite psychologically jarring and I really felt that on day four I was angry I felt really annoyed I was cross I just didn't want to be doing it I found it really hard to 
I visualized myself getting to day 21. I really wanted to give up and it was all I could do not to throw in the towel. But I kept reminding myself at why I was doing this. And that's why writing down your goals can be so important to you. Uh, because I was able to go back on that, reflect on why I'm doing the elemental diet. And I kept telling myself, just put one foot in front of the other. Just get to tomorrow. Don't worry about day 21. Just worry about getting to tomorrow. And I did. And I woke up and I had a great day on day five. I was full of energy. I was feeling really happy and motivated and positive and enthusiastic. And I felt like I totally had nailed this. (laughs) What difference a day can make. And then I got to days six and seven and the roller coaster ride went down, dipped down, down, down. And I was experiencing quite a a lack of energy. I felt absolutely exhausted. I slept a lot of my weekend away. My doctor, bless him, had said to me, use this time as an internal retreat. This is not the time for you to be trying to climb Mount Everest. Instead, you're going inward. You're allowing yourself the space and the time to focus on healing. And if you need to lie on the couch or you need to climb into bed, then give yourself permission to do so. And I thought they were brilliant words of advice. And I have slept more in the last week than I have slept in the last couple of months. I have been in bed so much recently. Now, the downside of that has been my back has been quite sore. I have a lower disc issue and I need to move regularly in order to keep my back pain free and lying around really starts to aggravate my back. So I'm in a bit of a quandary because my back's sore, but I don't have a huge amount of energy and I don't want to push myself too hard at this moment in time. So I'm just doing gentle walks and trying to manage it through a little bit of massage as well. I've also incorporated evening Epsom salt baths. I love food. I love cooking. You know, I've got a whole business around food and SIBO recipes and sharing my delicious creations with everybody. So to not have anything to do with food for three weeks is really challenging for somebody like me. I live, I live for food and I love my evening meal. It's my favorite meal of the day. I really enjoy sitting down, cooking a nice dinner, sitting down with my partner, talking about the day that's been and having some time with each other. But particularly in the early days of the elemental diet, days one and two especially, I could not be anywhere near the kitchen at dinner time because I was so desperate to eat something. I just could not cope with the sight and smell of food. So I have been putting myself into Epsom salt baths every night at dinner time. And I've got to tell you, I am absolutely loving them. I haven't had a bath maybe in a year or longer up until this point. But at night time, when my partner starts cooking dinner for himself, I run my bath, I put a whole bunch of Epsom salts in it, and I put a little bit of bubble bath in there, I light a candle, I climb in. The Epsom salts are really great for helping the body detox. The warm water is so soothing and relaxing. I put my iPad in there and I watch a Netflix show and it is time for me. It's just my chill out time. It also signifies the end of another day. And I can't tell you how exciting it is when you get to the end of a day on the elemental diet. I have been marking each day off on my calendar. So I've stuck a calendar for September up on my wall and every single day I give it a big fat cross when I wake up and I can cross the previous day off. It's so exciting crossing a day off. I'm day eight currently as when I record this for you and it's been so great crossing a day off and seeing an entire week gone. So let me share some of the outcomes I'm seeing so far. So if we think about the three reasons I'm doing the elemental diet, 
The first one is to reduce or to eliminate my SIBO. The second is to reduce my inflammation. And the third is to hopefully lose some weight because I've got so much excess weight on my frame at the moment. I'm sadly one of those SIBOers who gains weight rather than loses weight. I can't tell you exactly how my SIBO numbers are going because I won't know until I've completed the elemental diet, but I can tell you how my symptoms are. And I have had zero SIBO symptoms, nothing, zilch, nada, nothing at all. So that has been great. And my symptoms had started to really flare up in recent times. I was getting quite regular bloating. If I wasn't taking my motility activator, then I was uh, experiencing constipation and I was getting quite a lot of heartburn, heartburn after, you know, all sorts of foods. And that I find really uncomfortable. So the heartburn just doesn't exist. The bloating has only happened and I'll tell you why that's happened. And the constipation, I can't tell you whether that has come or not because When you're not eating anything, you're not putting any matter through your gut. And so your body doesn't have food to turn into stool, which you expel. I did uh, have bowel motions on the first four days. On day uh, five, I think it was, I didn't have one. Maybe it was day four. And then I've noticed over the week that's of my first week with the elemental diet, my stools have got increasingly smaller in quantity. And then over the weekend, I actually didn't have any bowel motions, which I suspect is just because it's, you know, I've now cleared what was still in my system, which is pretty crazy to think that I had four days of poo within me. Just shows how slow it can be to come out sometimes. I'm not too sure how my inflammation is going. I have done a, I did a blood test at the start of the elemental diet and I'll redo my blood test to track my inflammation and also my iron saturation and ferritin levels. So I'll report back at the end of the elemental diet and give you guys an update on how I went. Uh, But on the weight side of things, so for me, the weight loss is not about how I look, it's about how I feel. And I'm concerned at carrying a lot of excess weight on my frame in terms of the implications towards my health. I really want to be a healthy person. And I know that when my body is carrying 20 kilos of excess weight on it, that's a sign I'm not in good health. So it's not that I want to look like a a model on the front cover of a magazine, not at all. I long ago lost those aspirations when I realized that a woman that's five foot five is never going to be a catwalk model. Uh, But I am doing it all for health. And in the first week, I lost 3.7 kilos, which is 8.1 pounds. That is incredible. It's the biggest loss I've ever experienced in a week. I recognize that so much of that will be just fluid that I've been retaining. It will be the fact that my inflammation is probably coming down. And we know that when you are inflamed, you'll be carrying more weight. So this is a really good indicator to me that I'm going in the right direction, which is really cool. So I'm really interested to see how much weight I end up uh, releasing off my frame over the course of the three weeks. But I'm very conscious that the elemental diet is not a permanent solution. I need to be very mindful about my nutrition when I start eating again. And I'll be sharing with you at the end of my journey with the elemental diet what I will be doing to keep the weight off and also hopefully to continue to lose some of this excess weight. I will talk to you guys about the reintroduction of food and my own experience with it as I get there. But let's just touch on it. For those of you that perhaps are closer to reintroducing food or if you're considering doing the elemental diet, it's important to know how to do it. The key is to go really slowly. You don't want to have gone off food for two to three weeks and then just go and eat a giant meal. You are going to feel completely horrible if you do that. You want to start slow and be really kind to your digestive tract. You've got to remember it's basically been on vacation for two or three weeks. 
you need to help it turn back on to fire up to get those digestive juices flowing. Dr. Seebecker recommends having a low or no fiber diet on days one and two, a bit like the breath test prep diet. So things like plainly cooked chicken, if you can tolerate it, some plainly cooked rice. I cannot wait for day one of the reintroduction phase. I have been dreaming about my reintroduction meal for days now. (laughs) I'm going to make a chicken broth with really well cooked chicken that will be shredded. And I'm just going to have that for my first day or two. I'll see how I go. Uh, Dr. Seebecker then says you can start to add in really well cooked and probably if you need to pureed or mashed uh, vegetables. So really low fiber vegetables, things that you know that you can tolerate, things that you could tolerate before the elemental diet. So I'll be using things like zucchini, squash, uh, carrots, those types of things that I know that I can eat literally until the cows come home and they don't bother my system. So I'll be turning them into purees and soups. Basically think of baby food. Think of what we feed our babies when they start going onto solids. We don't give them big hunks of meat. We give them pureed and mashed up food. And the reason for that is that it supports the digestive process. We're doing a lot of the digesting before it hits the gut. So that's the way you approach it when you're coming off the elemental diet. You can also look to use the GAPS introduction diet. And this is a very methodical, slow and steady approach. And it's something that I'm looking at doing uh, in my return to food. I'll be looking at the GAPS introduction diet and, you know, probably just changing it a little bit for myself but what I like about it is that you're just doing one food at a time because it's a really great way to retest your food intolerances. When you're adding food back into your gut it's important to use a prokinetic with your meals to support the motility. So given that the motility of the gut and the whole functioning of the gut has slowed right down while we've been on the elemental diet we need to help it turn back on and my practitioner has recommended that with every meal I take my motility activator while we turn my system back on and then I'll go back to taking it at bedtime. So when do you retest for SIBO after an elemental diet? So for many people the advice is by doctors is to use the elemental diet for 14 days Test for SIBO on day 15 with a breath test. If it comes back positive, continue your elemental diet until until day 21. Now that works really well if you can go and have a breath test taken at your practitioner's clinic or if you can get a 24-hour turnaround with the results. However, if you can't do that, Uh, it makes it more difficult and I don't have the ability to have an immediate response. So that's one of the reasons why I'm doing 21 days on the elemental diet. However, a gut without food going through it is not necessarily the most accurate picture of what your gut is like. Dr. Leela Altman, who has spoken a lot around the elemental diet for SIBO, recommends eating for 14 days and then retesting to get a more accurate, in talking quotes, normal gut picture of what's going on with your gut. And that's actually something that I'm going to do. I'm going to bring in food for 14 days, retest for my SIBO at the 14 day mark and then we'll be able to get a picture of where my gut is at. The elemental diet is not ideal for everybody so it is something that you need to consider carefully and I would really recommend that you speak to your practitioner about this whether this is the right option for you. For people with a known eating disorder or a past eating disorder, it is really important that you're honest with your practitioner that you have been like that and that you have plans in place to manage it if you do decide to continue with your elemental diet or you decide not to do it. I have been disordered in my eating in the past. So my approach to this was A, 
speaking to my practitioner about it and we talked about what are my triggers and what are the things that I will do to overcome them while I'm on the elemental diet and I've also sought the services of a psychologist who specializes in working with people with an eating disorder and we did several sessions in the lead up to me starting the elemental diet where we planned my psychological approach to doing this for me it's not so much about not eating food that's the problem it's will it will be the reintroduction of food where that will be a challenge for me and one of the things that I'm doing is when I get to that stage when I get to my in my final week I'm seeing her again so that we can start to plan the aspects of me reintroducing food and I'll be seeing her quite frequently so that she can really support me so that I can be very healthy in my approach to eating once again. For people that have a really low body mass index or BMI it might not be ideal for you although I have heard many doctors talk about how their SIBO patients can actually gain weight on the elemental diet and this is because they can work with you to determine your your calorific requirements for a daily basis and you may find that you actually eat more than what you do when you're having whole food because it's so much easier on your gut it feels easier to to get in rather than eating food that can cause a lot of symptoms and you're therefore then getting these nutrients It's also really easily absorbed so your body is taking on calories and nutrients possibly more easily than it was when you were eating whole food. People with diabetes or fungal overgrowth issues or kidney or liver diseases uh, are also um, probably not the most ideal candidates for the elemental diet. So there are some things that you can go through with the elemental diet, which I'll touch on now and some of my tips on how to manage it. There's several brands and you can make the elemental diet yourself. Uh, There's a whole variety of different flavors when it comes to the elemental diet. And guys, I can't suggest strongly enough that you find one that you enjoy the flavor, at least to start with Uh, on day eight, I don't really have a desire to taste this flavor ever again, but it's not a bad flavor. I think the Integrative Therapeutics Elemental Diet formulas, both the standard and the dextrose-free, are really pleasant. They're kind of like a cross between vanilla cake and like a tropical punch flavor in my palate. I've heard other people describe them differently, but it's really not a bad tasting flavor. But remember, you are going to be having this flavor every single day for two to three weeks. So you've got to like it. Blood sugar dysregulation can occur and it's something that I've been experiencing. So the advice around that is to sip slowly. Now, integrative therapeutics recommend that you take up to an hour to drink your drink. So you're definitely not glugging away at this drink. You really sip slowly, you have very small amounts of it every single sip. But I was still finding that I was still getting big blood sugar crashes. And so I've been adding some extra fat into my shakes now with that has come some symptoms I think I added too much fat when I started off I was adding in a teaspoon to two teaspoons of MCT oil and I also tried ghee but I got pretty strong abdominal cramping I had explosive diarrhea and I felt quite nauseous and I got some bloating So I pulled back for two days. I didn't add any fat into my drinks for two days. I let my gut calm down and I've started again and I've started at a quarter teaspoon. And I'm happy to say so far so good. I haven't had any symptoms. So adding a bit of fat can also um, be useful to help just stabilize blood sugar. Some people do lose weight and Uh, and they don't want to lose weight so the key is to check that you're drinking enough and talk to your practitioner maybe you need to up the number of shakes you're having each day you could be sipping on this all day every day if you need to the key is that you are either maintaining weight or adding weight as you need to obviously the opposite 
can occur where you do want to lose weight. You might be someone like me that has gained a lot of weight with SIBO and you do want to take some of that weight off your frame. So you might be working with your practitioner to eat a lower calorie intake as I am than what I would normally eat with my food to support getting some of that weight off. If you do have fungal issues, you can use a sugar-free version and you can also use antifungal medication as well. Some people report experiencing tooth pain. I had a little bit of gum sensitivity on the first few days, but the key is to drink with a straw, not to put the full formula all around your mouth. And then, like I said before, to rinse your mouth, to do oil pulling, to brush your teeth, to practice really good oral hygiene. Some people also experience nausea with the elemental diet. And I've had a little bit of this, um, particularly when I added in some fat. So the key is to sip this slowly. And you've probably get the idea. I've talked about this a bit already. Slow and steady wins the race. It You, you want to drink it fast because you just want it to be over and done with. But what can happen is it can cause this huge kind of mass in your stomach. It can push through into the small intestine it can cause diarrhea and it can make you feel really unwell because it's like this big bulbous mass that's going through rather than a little trickle if you are taking other supplements then supplements on an empty stomach can make you feel really unwell so it may be that you do need to discontinue your other supplements but if you've got nausea then talk to your practitioner about what's going on Abdominal pain can also occur and I've experienced a little bit of this. Again, it was due to the fat intake. Uh, the key again is to go slow, guys, to sip it slowly. Let your digestive system take this on board slow and steady rather than this big sort of onslaught of elemental formula. And also make sure you're drinking lots of water. And this is something I wasn't doing in the early days. I just didn't drink enough water. What I found was when you're sipping this all day, every day, the last thing you feel like doing is drinking more water. But I've had to change that. So I have my elemental shake in one glass. I've got a big jug of water and I just go walk around with the two of them at all times. I'm constantly sipping on water. It does mean you need to go to the toilet a lot more, but it means that I'm feeling better for it. I'm really surprised that I haven't had extreme die-off symptoms. Some people can experience pretty strong die-off symptoms and it really depends on the person as to whether they will get die-off or whether they won't. Die-off, like when taking the herbs and antibiotics, generally occurs in the early days and it will ease over time as a general rule. Uh, the key is to have lots of water and to rest to allow your body to process all of the toxins that are coming through it as the bacteria die. What I'm finding is not so much die off like I've experienced them with the herbs, but more that I feel like my body is just cleansing out all of the crap. So you might have noticed I'm a little bit nasally today and that's because I've developed this head cold and I suspect this head cold has been sitting in my body just waiting for a time to come out and now is the time. The elemental diet can also be incredibly emotional. If you take a look at my vlog you'll see that there are some tears on some of the days. There's a whole range of emotional swings that I go through and I wanted to share that with you to be really honest. I didn't want to be, you know, rose colored glasses. Oh, it's all so fine and amazing and wonderful and give you a false impression of what the elemental diet is. It's hard. It's really hard some days, but it's one day when it feels hard and you wake up and the next day feels so much better. I had a really crappy day yesterday and the day before, but today I feel fantastic. So you know, it, it does change. Not every day is a crappy day. So as my key takeaways for the elemental diet, I'm using this as a time to really focus on my health. We've gone into spring here in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm looking at this like my, my time 
to spring clean my body to get ready for summer. I'm coming out of the hibernation period. We're coming out of winter. It's time to blossom. I'm like a little caterpillar that's gone into its cocoon and I'm going to emerge a victorious butterfly with beautiful colors and beautiful wings. And I will have given my body a really great cleanse and opportunity to set myself up for the spring and summer months. I'm using it as a time to slow down, to relax, to sleep, to meditate, and to really focus on my health. I think the elemental diet can be one of the um, really useful treatment options for SIBO. But like I say all the time, it is a temporary measure until we address the underlying cause or causes of our SIBO as to why our small intestine has stopped working efficiently and why our small intestine has allowed this bacteria to overgrow, we will never truly rid ourselves of SIBO. So I'm using the elemental diet as a method to give me a very quick reduction in my SIBO numbers and my inflammation but I know that that is not the end of the road for me. Addressing my adhesions is a really vital component of my ongoing recovery. I know that I will probably have future SIBO treatments in my future world, and that's okay. But I'm really glad that I'm trying the Elemental Diet. I'm really excited to be able to share the ultimate results with you. So I will come back in a couple of weeks and share the results and let you know how the rest of it went. But until then, guys, do tune in to my YouTube channel, The Healthy Gut, and you'll be able to see my daily vlog. If you want to watch my weekly summaries, head to thehealthygut.com forward slash blog. And if you would like to get the show notes from today's episode, you can do so at thehealthygut.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to come say hi on our social media channels. I love connecting with you. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, Twitter, and Google+. Just search for The Healthy Gut. And as always, I absolutely love seeing your ratings and reviews in Apple Podcasts or the app you use to listen to this podcast. Not only is it really helpful for me to know that this is the right show for you and I'm covering the topics that you want me to cover, but it really helps other SIBO patients know that this is the podcast for them. Until next time, I'll see you soon. You've been listening to the Healthy Gut Podcast with your host, Rebecca Coombs. To learn more about the Healthy Gut or our podcast, head to thehealthygut.co forward slash podcast. We would like to thank Red Lemon Productions for the production and original music score of this podcast. To find out more about their services, head to redlemonproductions.com. The Healthy Gut Podcast is a production of The Healthy Gut. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.